Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Daniel Ramsey. Daniel is the CEO and founder of My OutDesk. He is a subject matter expert in outsourcing and virtual assistance. And it's a really fascinating conversation about how you can use, I think, an untapped resource, certainly in the compliance community. So, Daniel, with that incredibly long-winded introduction, first of all, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Tom, and I'm excited for your audience. Virtual assistants, it's a new thing. Most businesses haven't heard about how virtual assistants can actually help them grow and scale. And so I'm excited to share with compliance folks. I think this is going to be a great call. So you've actually been in the outsourcing business for over 10 years. And for our listeners who can't see you but can hear your voice, they will have ascertained you're incredibly passionate about this. So I was wondering what brings this passion to a service, a resource, something that most people, if they're familiar with, they certainly don't think about someone having passion around it. Yeah, it's funny. The reason I'm so passionate is because I actually built this company because I had a need. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. I was growing a fairly successful real estate practice. We had three different offices. I was a developer, mortgage guy, real estate broker. And in, you know, as you know, there's a lot of compliance when you're lending money to the general population. And there's a lot of paperwork and there's a lot of process stuff. And I had a need. I needed more leverage in my world. I needed to grow my business. And one of the challenges was it was just hard to find people who would cross the T's, dot the I's, and do all the difficult work of paying attention to the details. I'm a detail guy. Most entrepreneurs aren't, but I actually am. And so we hired a couple of virtual assistants to do a lot of the paperwork and they were amazing. And then I asked them, hey, who else do you know? And then before you knew it, now we have 1,200 folks that work for us in the Philippines and we help businesses just get leverage, basically. So it's interesting because you say the question of outsourcing is not if but when you move to it. Why do you say that? I mean, I thought email, if you can believe this, back when I was in high school. I mean, this is a funny conversation, but back in like 1992, our science teacher put us in a room. And back then it was AOL and Yahoo and Google wasn't even a thing. You were on Explore back in the day. And I literally walked out of that room thinking, this is stupid. I'm never going to email anybody ever, right? And so. I believe leveraging global talent, it's just going to be part of business moving forward. All the major Fortune 500 companies do it. And slowly through some of the work that we've been doing and how the world is changing with technology, having employees across the globe, that's just what's going to happen. And just a question of when it's going to happen for you and what systems and processes do you need uniquely for your industry to make it work. Does that answer change for a small business, a startup, or a large corporation? I don't think so. I mean, look, Wells Fargo was one of the banks that held out. And back in the mid-2000 timeframe, they started blending their organization. And I'm going to explain that. We believe in a blended org chart where 
a portion of your employees are physically here in the US. They're doing sales, client stuff. They're the strategy and the leadership. And then we believe that everybody else can actually be global. So everybody in your pipeline that is doing the work or running an existing system or process can and will be someday outsourced, if not automated through AI or other technology things. So the future is this blended org chart where a portion of your people are in the U.S. and a portion are working globally, and most specifically because of the cost savings, Tom. So how or what has the evolution of outsourcing or what's been that evolution and how has that changed that relationship between a company and someone like yourself as an outsourcing service provider? One of the things that we're doing, our clients really, really appreciate and frankly love us for is we help people initiate the concept of having a virtual workforce, meaning you and I right now are on a computer or video, and that's kind of the norm, but it's not a norm. It's not a normal thing for most medium, even large businesses. This idea of teleconferencing, having systems where tasks can be managed remotely or in a shared process, most businesses just haven't made that change out where you can have somebody in a different office, for instance, collaborating on a document or on a work process or on a system in a productive way. So what we do is we just simply help our clients understand what tech do they need to implement? What systems do they need to put in place? How do they need to change their processes to take advantage of global labor? And it's a very simple thing. I mean, our folks are typically a quarter of the cost of a U.S.-based person. So there's a lot of incentive in it for businesses to figure this out. Daniel, it sounds like the type of relationship you're describing really is moving from a true arm's length, third-party service provider to more of a really a strategic partner to help companies become more efficient understand what their technological needs are, but also the technological solutions that are available to them, both on a cost and efficiency basis. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah. And one of our clients was concerned about HIPAA and their health care provider. And we started working with their technology provider to actually see if we could have a different view for our virtual assistant versus somebody who's physically in the office. And there was a bunch of workarounds that we had to make, but we actually got to a place where the HIPAA stuff, the stuff that required secrecy and required an employer to kind of keep that information private, actually was hidden from our people. So our people could serve the business as well as the clientele, and there wouldn't be a data privacy kind of breach. So what we do a lot of the times is just talk through scenarios with our potential clients and existing clients about how they have to navigate you know, their particular regulation or their particular customer needs or just their technology and their systems and process. So we want to be a partner in their success. We want to set them up to win and all while trying to save them 60 70% on their employee costs. There's a couple of concepts in the compliance world that are fairly well known and fairly well understood that seem to me to be appropriate to your services as well. And the first is due diligence, what we might call vetting. And the second is ongoing monitoring and using the information from your monitoring to have continuous improvement. So let me start with the vetting question. How does a business owner, how should they think through, or perhaps the better question would be, how would you advise a business owner to think through the vetting process of an outsourcing partner? 
It's a good question. First of all, you want to have somebody who has done this at scale. And I say scale because systems and processes are such a big part of how large businesses win. One of the things that we do is we do an FBI grade background check on our people. We also do a medical check. One of the crazy things is because our business is mostly virtual, we wanted a way to have a third party sign off on the health of our folks so that they could come to work and be ready to go. And they weren't challenged with any illness that was debilitating or would prevent them from being productive employees. So we've added a lot of things into our process that really protects our clients and really protects us as a company to so that you're getting great and highly vetted folks. So a couple things too, make sure the company is licensed in the country that they're providing. For instance, we have a lot of competition that they'll cut their price by a couple bucks and they're not actually real businesses in the country that they operate. And so I think that's a really important piece. The other thing is we have a full leadership team here in the U.S. So you're actually hiring my outdesk as a U.S.-based company and we're licensed in the country that we operate, the Philippines. And those kind of differences are just some of the basic stuff that I would suggest your folks look into. Any one of the concerns I've always had as a, I guess I'm a solo business person is no one cares as much about my business as I do. Yeah. And it's not that I'm arrogant and it's not that I can't let go, but it's that I just feel like I can do the smallest detail better than anyone. And I can do the bigger picture stuff that I do better than anyone, at least better for me. How do you address that concern? Well, there's two things. One, I love solo entrepreneurs like yourself, Tom. The reality is you are 100% in control of who you take on as a client. You're highly profitable, likely, and you get to do the work that you want to do. The challenges of being a solo entrepreneur is you are the only one on the team. If you're sick, if you get really busy, or if you want to grow your revenue, all of that is basically on your shoulders. So for the People who are listening that are solo practitioners, their own entrepreneurs, and they don't really want to grow and build a team, we're not for you. That's a simple conversation. What we are is we're a solution when somebody says, I don't have enough time in the day. I have a ton of projects that aren't getting done. I could really use some help on X, Y, and Z, and I'm willing to let go of those things. Those are the ways we know that we would be a fit for a client. And it really comes down to just, I need more time in my day. And at some point in your journey, if you're growing your business and you really want to buy back some of your time, we're a solution to do that really effectively. So as I mentioned, another key concept in the compliance world is ongoing monitoring and continuous improvement. How would you suggest a business owner think about sort of the ongoing monitoring of a virtual assistant and how that information derived from that process could be used to improve the relationship? And is that something that you guys bring in terms of your strategic partnerships with your clients? Well, one thing we have built into our process, a client portal. So every single one of our clients gets access to an online portal where all their billing information is, where their information about their account, their virtual assistant, and just the basic accounting stuff or the account stuff, having a relationship with a company like ours. On top of that, we suggest start of 
day reports and end of day reports. So at the beginning of the day, you say, here's all the 10 things that I need to get done. And at the end of the day, I got all 10 of them done, or I've got two that push to the next day. That's a very inexpensive, simple, can be over email and inside of our client portal way to kind of keep track of what's going, ongoing monitoring, like you're saying. But we found that there's some really inexpensive technology platforms. We personally, in our marketing team, we use Monday. We've used Basecamp before, which is a great project management software. Slack is a great one. Asana is another good one. So the ongoing monitoring of giving away a task and then being able to see that it's completed and all the details are in there, those can all be done in a platform, a task management or an accountability platform. And those things are a really easy way to really juice the relationship between an employer and a virtual assistant. So you actually really hit multiple compliance concerns that a compliance officer might have about bringing in a virtual assistant. In my world, Mm -hmm. The Department of Justice regulates the law that I generally practice in, and they have said that they are understand companies are moving towards outsourcing, particularly compliance functions. And it sounds like this would be an excellent opportunity for a chief compliance officer or a compliance practitioner might be to think about what are some of the more administrative tasks that I might be able to offload and be able to sit down and have a discussion with you and really map out a strategy to assess the potential services, to monitor those services, and then periodically review those services with you or another project manager to see if they're progressing correctly, but also if ongoing improvement could be made. Is that a type of a process you guys are comfortable with? Yeah. In fact, if somebody's listening and they're like, okay, I need some of my time back, here's a great example, Tom. Right now, unemployment is 4%. It is really challenging to find great folks in the U.S. They're out there, and I'm not saying that it's not. It's just with a tight labor market, our solution, which is talent on demand, meaning if, Tom, you said, here's a job description, here's some administrative and project management stuff that I'd like to get off my plate. You outlined what it is. You would come into our company and do a consultation where we walk through step-by-step what the job is, how likely we can do it, what some challenges might have in terms of what your systems are. And we'll spend that time with you to make sure you're getting it right up front. And the beauty is you would sign up today and tomorrow you'd interview. And Tom, our biggest value proposition is that you could have somebody the next day, which is unheard of in finding people. I mean, one of the things is you put an ad out, you got to get 100 applicants, then you interview three to five, and maybe you pick a guy and it takes three to six months, but we're literally going to have you somebody in a couple days, which is a big deal for an entrepreneur, medium-sized business, or any compliance officer running a large operation because talent is our one challenge. So, Daniel, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time here, but I was wondering if listeners wanted more information about either yourself or the company, where can they go to find out and where could they go to find out more specifically about some of these services you've talked about throughout this podcast? Yeah, I appreciate that, Tom. If you're listening and you want to get a consultation, what I would suggest is texting the letters S as in Sam, B as in Victor, and P as in Paul. So it's SVP, and I text that to 31996. You can do it on your cell phone. And we're going to give you a copy of our free book. So one of the things that we did just last year, actually, is document everything. 
we've helped over 6,000 businesses scale and grow their business. The book that I'm offering to your audience is just that, Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And so we've documented not only the processes, but what's important. And we put all of our services into this one guide, which will basically bring somebody who knows nothing about virtual assistants to a point where they can help them grow and scale their business. So, Daniel, this has been just a fascinating exploration of an area that I don't think compliance practitioners are really considering. I greatly look forward to continuing the conversation. All right, Tom, thanks for your time today. If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. That's fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.